That's literally the reason, even when inflation was low, if you don't figure out how to make money while you're sleeping and playing, you're going to be in trouble. And now here we are where we have inflation. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast, your high octane boost of full on reality therapy for personal business and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips and Heather Marchant here. Hello, everyone. At your service. Mm-hmm. Man, we got a lot of... We're going we're gonna to cover news today. And uh, we got a lot of it to get to. So rather than talk about the fact that my house is still not done and I'm living in it... <laughs> 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 which is just a that's so just fun. A, which is just a first world problem, anyway. Um, let's let's jump into this news that we've got several articles now. That uh, here's the thing, I think we talked about this last time, Heather. But we're going to talk about real news, which sometimes is a little concerning to folks out mm-hmm. there. Those of you who are listening, again, we're not doing this to scare you; it's to prepare you. So yes, don't get scared. This isn't scary stuff. It's just, it just is. This is, this is what is. Yep. I think just making informed decisions. I talked to a client this morning and we talked about a five-year arm. He said, I'm really tempted by a five-year arm. And I said, yeah, these are the things that you need to be aware of with a five-year arm, right? Like you want to make sure that you're prepared, that if you can't sell the house in the next five years and interest rates go up, you want to make sure that you're, that you're in an okay position, right? So it's kind of that similar, you've got to be ready and you've got to know what you're getting into and have a plan. So as long as you are informed, man, it's, it's kind of yeah. exciting, not fearful. It's kind of fun to be in the know. <laughs> Yeah. So there's a report that came out from, uh, out from um, Freddie Mac in, in June, basically talking about what was going on really in the, in the housing market and what's happening with interest rates. And a lot of this stuff we, we've talked about, there's some bullet points about what's happening, right? Um, we've got record low mortgage rates still. I know everybody's freaking out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you just do a quick Google search, not while you're driving, but just do a quick Google search for historic mortgage rates. It'll, it'll pop right up for you. It's a big, big graph and you can just look at it. Yeah. I mean, just look at the graph. It's, I mean, yeah, interest rates have gone up. They have still historically low. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, had, we have been so spoiled for the last decade that nobody actually really remembers what a, not even a normal interest rate, what a, what a good interest rate is. I mean, we had psychotic interest rates. They were so, so crazy low and everybody got all spoiled. So if you got some of those rates, good on you, you know, keep them. That's fantastic. That's the one cool thing about 30 year fixed other than what Heather was talking about, which is an adjustable rate mortgage. That is the bank stuck with it. They gave you two and a half percent. Well, that's it. You get, I mean, 30 years from now, you're still going to have two and a half percent if you keep the loan. Right. Yeah. And that could be why I keep getting mailers for my personal home, our loan to try to take out equity constantly. Probably I get a reach out probably five times a week, yep. whether it's mail or email. Hey, you could refinance and you, you can could have equity. You could pay your credit cards off with your <laughs> yeah. house and we can <laughs> increase your rate by two and a half points. Yeah. Don't fall for that stuff, guys. Don't fall for that stuff. Yeah. 
Well, let's just let's just talk about this. So there's so much here. I'm not even sure how to get to all of this that that we that we've got today. Um, we'll probably have to in, break it up. Interest rates are at historic lows, Heather. So I don't need to belabor the point. That that's just the the reality of the situation. There's still a limited supply. Now mm-hmm. there's reports all over the place saying that supply is increasing. Th- that's true. That's absolutely true. We are not in a buyer's market. Not. Nope. No, I mean, maybe in some markets, but but nationally, in all the markets where we are, not. Yeah, and maybe in some price points, it could be shifting more and a faster pace, but definitely not entry level where we live with uh, rental properties. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that's going to shift like crazy fast. It could, but I would think if it were going to, it would have. So everybody's freaking out because they're not getting offers like 10 offers within 24 hours. It's taking more like a month to sell properties. Well, I got news for you. That's not even really a normal market. Mm -hmm. That's still a seller's market. And until we get to like four to six months worth of inventory on the market, three to six months of inventory on the market, depending on who you talk to, we're not even in a normal market. You have to get more than that to be in a buyer's market. Okay, so let's all not lose our brains entirely here. There is definitely a shift happening in the market. Heather and I have been talking about that for months. There is a shift happening. Now, to what extent? There's all kinds of people bloviating about it, and I'm not sure any of them really know. This is different than last time, so nobody really knows. Yeah, Um, and I think that's why it's important to break down the numbers and understand the numbers as best you can, right? Because nobody really knows. What we do have is data, right? And we have past... Um, experience of what typically yep. happens, right? So we can look at data and kind of project, but yeah, understanding the data versus taking someone's word for it on CNN is obviously uh, a better. I mean, position. I <laughs> <laughs> look if you're taking if you're taking anybody's word for anything on CNN, you should stop immediately. Um, <laughs> they've proven themselves just like nearly every other cable news source to be completely <laughs> dishonest. And so um, I wouldn't believe anything they say anyway. And I'll just add that for whatever reason, the people who get the job of being a an expert, they sure seem to be wrong a lot, like almost more than the weathermen and women out there. Yeah. So anyway, interest rates are low. We still have a seller's market. It's, it's not a buyer's market, but... There's some pretty interesting things happening, Heather. I mean, people are canceling deals at a yeah. pretty, pretty intense level. I mean, yeah, if you read into the article, it's not as bad as like the headline makes it sound, um, which is pretty much always the case. But it's still, it's still an impressive number. Yeah, I for mean, sure. People are canceling at a pretty impressive number. Uh, so this is from um, July 11th. Nearly sixty thousand home sales fell through. That is a big number. <laughs> yeah. That's that's equal to 15% of the transactions. And I think it's happening for lots of reasons. I think we can read into that and, you know, come up come to some conclusions, but I think you have tons of construction delays across the country yep. that are causing for and and you have interest rates rising, right? So you have construction delays with interest rates rising and huge rate lock extension fees. I was just talking to a friend that said our house just got delayed two more months and we're trying to decide if we even want to do it because it's our rate lock extension fees are so high. So I think that's a big, a big, I don't know, factor in looking at these cancellations. And then 
You also have people who are just plain afraid, maybe not educated and are afraid. So, yeah. And I think, I personally think that a lot of these people, I mean, most of this, this isn't investor sales, right? This is just people going out there buying in the market. And most of the people who are buying their homes are not terribly, I'm not, I'm not trying to, most of them are not terribly savvy. (laughs) They're buying on emotion. Like when my wife and I shop for our house, all of the deal making goes out the window. This is an emotional buy because it's a a purchase that it's because it's for us, right? We were going to live there and everything else. Well, when the reality hits of the payment, I think a lot of people are freaking out and their emotions change. And so they back out. I think that's different than investors who are, I mean, they're not really making that decision necessarily based on some emotion. They're, they're making the decision based on numbers. Mm-hmm. Now, can the numbers change? Yes. I think though, that a lot of these buyers that are backing out, I think they're going to be sorry they did. And, and I think just because of the interest rates, because in a lot of people's minds right now, Heather, the interest rates are so high that they, for, for whatever reason, they think they're going to come back down. Yeah. And I beg you, if you think that way, you should go look at the historical chart because- And the projections. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we still have historically low rates and inflation hasn't even begun to be stopped. And it is worse than they said. Wasn't it two weeks ago, Heather, we were talking about inflation and I said, hey, yeah. the inflation number's out. It's like 8.3% or whatever. Yes. And I said, they're yes. going to revise it. Did I not say that? You did say that. Yeah. I remember. Okay. Well, it's revised now and it's 9.1. Was it 9 yeah. point? Yeah, it's 9.1. Yeah, 9.1. Yeah. Yeah. So they revised it and it's still wrong. It's still wrong because- Rose-colored every, glasses. <laughs> they Look, they purposefully changed the way that they calculate the CPI so that they could- tell everybody that things are better than it is. And they did that long, long ago. But if you just use the same data that we used to use, it's double that. And you know it, and I know it, everybody knows it. And I mean, they can say whatever they want to say, but the beef at the store is not 9.1% higher. Yep. It is a metric buttload higher is what (laughs) it is. Yeah. I don't buy as much meat as you do, but I buy... I buy greens. I have greens in my smoothie every morning. And I just said to my husband, I'm like, they're up like, like almost like over 50%. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm like, man, I I need to get more in my garden. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to know why is it that we have so much, this is, this is a rant. I may not, we're never going to make it through all of this stuff. I go off on a rant, but why the heck is gas cheaper in Mexico than it is here? Like a buck fifty cheaper. Really? Why? Tell me I why. Didn't know that. We have huh. all oil here. What huh. in the literal hell is going on? That's what I want to know. Huh. Government. That's what I want to know. Unbelievable. Okay, back to real estate. <laughs> so inflation's off the charts. It's out of control. They have to get it back in some semblance of control. Even on the lying number that they're telling us at 9.1%, that's out of control. Mm -hmm. So they're going to keep raising interest rates. Now, we said that on a couple of shows and it freaked some people out, Heather. It did. I think the reason we're saying that is because of what I'm saying with these people. So these these people that are canceling right now and and they didn't buy the house they were going to buy to move into, I think they're going to be sorry that they didn't mm-hmm. take the rate. 
because yeah. the rates are going to go up. Period. Yeah, including including those that are waiting on new construction, like my friend I mentioned. Like yep. it's a primary residence, so it's a little different. But she's going, man, these rate lock extension fees. Maybe we just take the higher rate. Maybe you know all those all those uh, money choices. But yeah, if rates are going to be higher, then just move forward. And then we talked about before, Ron, that once rates come down, which is what everyone's been doing the last few years, you just refinance. Yep. I mean, the refinances killed us for a while on our client investor loans because there were so many refinances going. Appraisers wouldn't give us the time of day. Yep, because it was way easier to do those. <laughs> yeah, and the same thing with the mortgage companies. Mm -hmm. It was it was almost the it was so easy to do those loans. Yeah, those refinance loans that they didn't want our business because ours was ours was more difficult. Mm -hmm. And I keep telling Heather this, but. We are going to be the pretty girl at the dance soon. <laughs> yeah. It's already starting to happen, folks. All we're those people. We're not wallflowers anymore. <laughs> that's right. All those guys who thought they were leaving with a girl prettier than us. No, no. You just thought you were. No. You just thought you were. <laughs> Welcome back. And guess who's not going to know who you are when you come back? That's right. I'm sorry. I don't remember you. God, gosh, oh. you got uglier. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Okay, That's sorry. Like the best metaphor. That's... I enjoy that so much. <clears throat> sorry. So we are um, we are becoming more and more attractive. I don't know if those of you who are on the um, YouTube uh, video, <laughs> you can clearly see. Yeah. Well, I I did go attractive. to a lecture. Totally sidebar conversation, but I did go to a, a lecture on um, write offs for your business and talked about people who do a podcast that they can write off all sorts of beauty. Oh things crap. From, I can go so. get Botox and stuff. Yeah, I know. Right. Hey, if y'all think I need Botox, just let me know. I'll go hit it. We'll see. We'll do an episode of uh, Ron. Do it. That'd be, that'd be horrible. Okay. I'd be one of those ones where it got messed up in my head, like same shape or something. Yeah. I'll just uh, age gracefully over here. Same, okay, so back at it. So we've talked about we talked about interest rates. We talked about the supply demand thing. That's it. Really, is still an issue. We've also talked about inflation. Let's talk about the other part of this that's really important, Heather, and that is the jobs numbers. The jobs report yeah. came out. Yeah, that and was really interesting. I didn't expect that. See, here's the thing: all these reports that come out. If you listen to CNN and Fox and MSNBC and well. Name your letters, name your letters. They all report headline stuff, but you, you have to actually read the report. Go look it up. Mm -hmm. Go look it up. So we've, it's, it's great. We got, you know, I think Joe Biden was on saying that we had 372,000 new jobs in June and the unemployment rate is at 3.6%, which is phenomenal. I mean, those are phenomenal. That's great. That's great. But the labor participation rate is like 60. What, what did I say it was? 60, 62%. Yeah. I mean, how? how? That's what happens when you pay people to stay home. Yeah. So maybe we ought to stop paying people to stay home so that, so that people could actually hire folks. And here's the other crazy thing. I but just Ron, told how, you. How can they report unemployment as 3% when you have 62% labor participation? Well, they, because they, cha they changed this the same as they did with inflation. Yeah. You see, if it weren't for lies, the government wouldn't exist. They're the most dishonest people. I, I think it vacillates between politicians and reporters. Politicians and reporters, who is the least credible person on the planet? But it's one of those two. Top one and two go to those people, for sure. 
Like, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. Mm, I almost did, but I didn't. Uh, you I was close. Myself, that was close. myself from saying that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they changed the way that they report this so that they can report better looking numbers than they really are. Okay. This I can say. It's like the guys and gals out there that use the filters on social media. Oh, yeah. It's completely false advertising. Yeah. Now, I know some of these people who do it, and I know what they look like. <laughs> and they don't look like that. You're like, man, like what happened like, to you? Oh, what? Who is Ooh. this? And then I scroll up, see the name. I'm like, oh, no. No, that's not what they look like. They're using some filters. That's what the government is doing. So the mm -hmm. government has put some social media filters on the jobs report mm -hmm. and on the inflation. And guess what? Doesn't matter. Still ugly. All you have yeah. to do is read the thing, yeah. right? Just, just read it. That's all you have to do. I think one of the brutal parts of this is that inflation is at 9.1% as reported by them, which is wrong. Okay. But the the actual pay increases, payroll increase, money in people's pockets is going up by like half a percent. I think you said 0.3. Like, point hey, three. Uh, yeah, it's everything's it's, gonna everything's gonna cost you 20% more. It's so Here, bad. Here's a, here's a third of a percent increase. You're so welcome. bad. And that's the and you guys, you have to keep in mind what the actual numbers are because they've tried to skew that one as good or as positive as they can. Mm -hmm. And the other one they've tried to skew down. So let's just take the positive, like the best case scenario that they've got on that, which, which is the 0.3%, which means basically you didn't get a raise. Yeah. Okay. And the real number of inflation, which is about 18%, mm -hmm. that means you are literally losing $18 on every dollar you earn while you work more hours at your job. $18 on every $100 you earn. Every, yes, on every $100. That would be really bad if it was 18 <laughs> on every dollar. So every $100 you, you earn, yeah. you didn't really earn 100 and you're not getting a pay raise to compensate for that. Mm -hmm. And that's because the companies literally can't give you that. As a matter of fact, like we said on some other episodes, major companies have put on hiring freezes and they've started laying people off. The real layoffs are going to come after next year. Okay. Now that's all not great news. And that's all the reason why people need to be invested in real estate in my humble opinion. Yep. I mean, how is it that you're reducing your income by 18% no, nothing you did, right? Like it just happened to you. And when I invest in real estate, it supplements my income, right? So I don't have to take on a second job or have, you know, my husband take on a job or a second job or something. So having passive income and passive that like, cash flow when you're in an inflationary market like this without wage increases. I mean, it's phenomenal. That's literally the reason if you don't figure out, and we've been saying this, even when inflation was low, if you don't figure out how to make money while you're working and sleeping and playing, yeah. that doesn't involve you working, 
you're going to be in trouble. And, and now here we are where we have inflation that is literally taking $18 out of every hundred. We didn't, and I, we didn't even include taxes, right? This is an additional tax. We didn't even include yeah. taxes. So if you're a decent income earner, if you're a mid six figure income earner, not only are you losing $18 to every hundred, but you're also going to pay probably 15 to 20 of every hundred. Now I want to know how the hell is it that without some, some form of additional income coming from somewhere that that is sustainable. Yeah. I think, the, I think we're going to, sorry, we're just going to see more and more people have to take on more work, you know? Yeah. So this is the reason why when you look at the numbers, you've got to have investments that are keeping pace with or beating inflation. Mm -hmm. Good luck anywhere other than real estate right now. I mean, yep, yep. not even right now, but specifically right now, good luck. So prices actually, you know, they are relatively high in comparison to where they once were. Interest rates are higher than where they once were. And I'm saying not that it doesn't matter, but that it doesn't matter as much as losing mm -hmm. that much money and having to go and work more hours where you could make that money by not working those hours. Yeah. And if you're one of the lucky ones that's actually getting a pay raise during this, all the more reason. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of the pay raise because not everybody's getting one of those. I can promise you that. If you don't believe me, go read the go read the report. Yeah. And I think you also have fear that's going to come into play for business owners, right? To store more capital, to not do raises, just to make sure they can weather a storm, right? So getting excited when everyone else gets nervous is something we used to talk about in that 2008 through 2012, like all the time, that Warren Buffett quote, that I get excited when everyone else gets nervous. Yep. And I mean, we're having meetings this week, you and I, Ron, about raising our budget for marketing. <laughs> and when everyone else is nervous and backing off on stuff, we're doubling down potentially, I hope, right? I hope everybody in our space, yeah. if you're listening, just don't listen to what we're saying. I hope <laughs> everyone in our space just pulls out of marketing and backs off yeah. and, and hoards their money and just gets out. I hope so. I mean, last yeah. time they were all forced out. So yep. they kind of didn't have a choice, but what we are, I mean, we see this as a really, really big opportunity. And I didn't tell you this, Heather, but I got a call from some of our really long-term clients um, over mm. 10 years. And they were asking a whole bunch of questions about this kind of stuff and also real estate just in general, really, really good people. Hmm. And they were like, yeah, this, none of this would have happened if we hadn't hmm. kind of been forced into their retirement package got completely jacked up. It was hmm. right after the um, crash and, you know, they had everything in the market. The market took a big dump, but they still had a bunch of money and hmm. they shifted into real estate. And it's because of that, that they've been able to actually retire. They retired early, earlier than they were going to. And not only did they retire early, but they've been able to retire with more money than they thought, travel more than they thought, do more than they thought, all because they started investing in real estate. And um, cool. yeah, they learned that at one of our live seminars that we don't do anymore. Um, <laughs> but 
This is our live seminar. This. this is our live seminar. This is way better than that, too. Way better. Way Listen better. to it in your car. <laughs> it's I had like three jokes for that, and I just used them over and over and over again. You guys get you guys get new content all the time yeah. from the dad joke. Um, <laughs> anyway, I just want everybody to sit and think about everything that we've said today. Just think through all of the different things. I think the, the biggest thing that hit me when I was listening to this jobs report and what really, really is going on with the jobs report is that if you don't do something to change your trajectory, if you leave it in the hands of someone else, mm -hmm. it's probably not going to work out very well for you because this inflation thing is not getting better anytime soon. Interest rates are not going to go down any more than they are now, at least for a few years. And then like Heather said, if if they do, you can just refinance. No big deal. Yeah. And I, I would love to say that the uh, real estate market is going to crash. I mean, this is a horrible thing for me to say, but I would love to say that the real estate market is going to crash like it did in 2009. I would love to take advantage of that again. I just don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. Some areas probably see a little bit of a correction, some areas more than others, but a wholesale ridiculous crash like we saw in 2008, I just don't see it coming. So I guess as uh, the famous rapper said, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, we, I'll uh, link the articles that we've been citing in this episode in the notes. So that way, if you want to read and get the context of our comments, we'll keep doing that. So. And I would, I would link check yourself, but I think you guys can <laughs> probably anybody who wants to hear it, can probably just pull it up. You don't need me to help you with so that. Great. That's but it so is, great. It's so great. It's solid. Everybody yeah, because they're all older people. So <laughs> all, all solid. All right. Till next time, everybody get out there and make something happen. Thanks, everyone. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.